All right. No one else is talking about John Wick 3 right now. I think everyone got sucked into the Game of Thrones final episode, uh, the Lakers uh, going crazy, the Jets being the Jets. No one's talking about John Wick 3. And I'm going to start off by saying, God damn John Wick. This franchise does two things well. One, uh, it gives, like, middle-aged white people uh, uh, an action hero. And two, it gives everyone uh, the cream of the crop, if not... I swear to God, this action was uh, getting to be not cartoonish levels, but if you had told me that uh, uh, that they took uh, like uh, inspiration from video game cutscenes where they don't have to use real people and they could just do whatever the hell they want, if they if you told me that they took from video game cutscenes and special moves from video games, uh, like the best ones ever, and just turned it into a movie, I would believe you. So, I'm going to get the one gripe I have out of the way about John Wick 3 Parabellum. Parabellum opens up with a bullshit uh, opening uh, credit sequence. And it's not even... Uh, it's... If they had done without it and just had the titles at the end, okay. Like, I think they, I think they were just, like, contractually obligated to have one of those. And they just slapped it on there. It's like, well, we spent all of our money on uh, action sequences. Uh, let's just go with this. So, the opening credits, uh, it's one of those, like, we're going to show you images of what's coming, but we're not going to give you any uh, uh, idea what they mean. Like, you see a cross, you see uh, like one of those uh, markers, you see uh, all the deals going on. And it's not really explained. Then, it, then it, uh, it like it kicks back into where uh, uh, John Wick uh, season two, uh, part two left off, chapter two left off. Which John Wick chapter two, just uh, uh, for the obligatory uh, um, background on on the movie series. So John Wick one. Keanu Reeves is this mysterious uh, guy who uh, has a really nice car. His wife has died on him, and he's upset. But in the middle of the night, a puppy uh, is delivered to his home, and John Wick takes in this dog, and he cares for it, and he takes it in his muscle car. He drives around really aggressively in a... Um, and his nice car where he meets uh, uh, Theon Greyjoy and then Theon Greyjoy says I'm going to rob this guy and he uh, uh, steals the car and they end up killing the dog in the process Uh, they got the jump on John Wick now what they don't know is John Wick is a retired assassin who worked for Theon Greyjoy's father who is uh, a Russian mobster and then you uh, have, now this is like typical stuff so far. Uh, then two things happen. One, 
they have a stunt coordinator designed action uh, sequence movie, meaning these are guys that do stunts uh, for a living, directing a movie where the stunts are the best part. So you have these like 50 squib uh, uh, action sequences. You have like guys uh, doing uh, crazy stuff like uh, like taking off wigs and like they're 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 like they're turning like a, a ten stunt man team into like a twenty guy uh, action sequence. And then uh, the other thing that's really important about this because uh, this is like where the sequels kind of come in. There's this secret society going on, and this is where John Wick distinguishes himself from. Uh, your typical action revenge movie. They have these coins, these gold coins, where uh, a couple gold coins, you can have a body removed. One gold coin uh, will tip a waiter for a drink. Uh, one gold coin, you get to stay at uh, the Continental Hotel uh, in New York. And uh, so one gold coin uh, to... Uh, John Wick could mean any number of things. So, uh, and the 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 fact that everybody knows John Wick except for the dumb son of a bitch, Dion Greyjoy, wonderfully played by Alfie Allen. Like, uh, like I just enjoy, I really enjoyed uh, like him playing the role that he that he played. Uh, and plus, him and his friends, too, like, were, it's like, like, I'm not giving up my friend. <laughs> Dead. Okay. Like, it was just a puppy. <laughs> Dead. So, it's one of the great revenge uh, plots, like, like, just well-crafted, all that stuff. The sequel does up the action and expands the world that they live in. It's like, well, John Wick supposedly did something really hard to do in order to become retired. And then, uh, because he's not retired anymore, because uh, he took revenge, because he's not retired anymore, uh, he's co- he's drawn back into this old world and filled with, like, backstabbers and betrayers. And the thing that I would really uh, say about the sequel that really upped its game, because uh, there was an element of sophistication, or at least pseudo-sophistication, which you had the coins, you had uh, uh, everything going on, you had the rules. The secret society has rules. If you kill somebody on the Continental, uh, if you do business, uh, they take care of you immediately. So, the sequel has uh, like a genre. I'm, I'm pretty sure someone else has like laid out the weapons that they're going to use before. Uh, to give you like a, an example, but not necessarily uh, the like the exact thing, because I'm pretty sure someone else has like laid out uh, all the weapons that they're going to use. Uh, but John Wick has a, has a series of scenes that sets up, pays off, builds up uh, a tunnel fight, a shootout where one man takes on a whole bunch of people and he's got a lot of bullets and a lot of people coming after him. And it's just, it's it's one that, it's like, they did it in Punisher, but just to give you what I was thinking of before, in Seven Samurai, uh, 
Toshiro uh, Mifune's character lays out uh, maybe, I want to say like six or seven swords, uh, where if one breaks, I'm going to use the next one. And if that one breaks, I'm going to use the next one after that. And uh, he ends up using a bunch of those swords. And John Wick, uh, he laid out several guns and like, uh, like well thought out, like, Alright, I need a, a machine gun for this section. I need a shotgun for this section. And I need a good uh, handgun for this section. And give me a knife uh, uh, just in case. Okay. Lays it out perfectly. Gets out. He, he's like the, the impossible killing machine. But the key thing about both those movies, he takes a beating in the process. He is not... Uh, you know he's going to win because of plot armor, but at the same time, though, uh, it's an entertaining fight because it's not like some Steven Seagal piece of shit where it's like uh, Steven Seagal waves his hand and the guy uh, falls over because of Reiki or some shit uh, Aikido move that doesn't exist. So, Parabellum, John Wick, Chapter 3. Oh, my God. The thing is, it starts you right off the bat. John running through uh, the city. He's injured. He's hurt. He's not uh, starting at 100%. And uh, the thing that uh, you see recur throughout the movie, and I was kind of wondering if they were going to do like a high noon, uh, like like John Wick, excommunicado in 20 minutes. Where like in at the exact 20 minute mark, they were going to have all of New York just descend upon him and uh, because supposedly his coins are even he could have a bunch of coins none of them will be any good if uh, uh, once that uh, that contract goes into place uh, the things that he has to get into order is uh, he has to uh, get some stuff that he stashed away because one of the fun things about the John Wick movies so far is that they are intelligent about their settings. Like, if he's in New York, he goes to the public library, he goes to uh, a Jewish bank, he goes to uh, uh, John Leguizamo, which I wish he was in this movie, but uh, like there was no reason for John Leguizamo to be in this movie uh, other than... Uh, uh, old faces, but maybe like John Wick didn't kill him, so uh, the uh, it's entirely possible that he can make a comeback. And because d- trust me, this movie uh, could have a sequel if it, if it needs to. This is not a this is not a trilogy sort of deal. So John Wick, uh, with his hour remaining, takes care of his dog, takes care of his injuries, and. He's dealing with the the fourteen million dollar contract that's out on his head, and because that's what excommunicado means. Everyone that like upon sight, you are to be killed. That is what uh, it means uh, for him. So, what's interesting is other characters uh, from the second movie have consequences for their actions in the second movie. So this is where the plot gets uh, 
a little bit more complex and the the plot the plot is kind of paper thin in this movie I'm not gonna lie uh, it's like it's people doing things that they're torn between a rock and a hard place because when you have two absolute rules there's uh, a question of what one do you follow because uh, one of the things that uh, you see repeatedly is uh, the, con- the concept of, of debt uh, that has to be paid off and I'm really curious not even really curious but like even if the rules are absolute uh, there's like a, there's at least three instances in this movie because like three is a good number and three like really drives home a point there's like three instances of even if the rules aren't absolute it's still people that have to uh, deal with it and and the level of uh, debt that they have to pay off and one of the things that the, the debt becomes involved uh, kind of explains where John Wick comes from. Uh, like you get a look, you don't get an origin story out of this. There's like no flashbacks to back when John Wick was a boy. Like no, they don't do that. But they let you know that John Wick came from a specific environment. And he is a product of that specific environment, and uh, he's really good at what he is. Then, which, by the way, uh, I want to see more products from that environment, because if you're telling me that there's a whole bunch of young John Wicks out there, I want to see those guys. I want to see them in the next movie or coming up. Uh, That was awesome. Uh, Because, like I said, it's like pseudo-intellectual. It's not your typical... um, uh, like paper thin uh, revenge, uh, gang war, uh, shoot 'em up, bad guys, all that stuff. There's like the world building is subtle, but apparent, and it works. So, uh, second uh, thing that involves uh, Halle Berry. Halle Berry has maybe the highlight of the movie because when Halle Berry is is in the uh, in the scene um, her and her two dogs are the stars like John Wick is doing John Wick things in the background in the periphery but Halle Berry oh my god hallelujah Halle Berry hallelujah oh the, her turn as Sophia which by the way if you want a femme fatale in your movie, Sophia. Like, there's certain names that you just uh, automatically was like, yeah, that that woman is going to be trouble. So, Sophia has two dogs that she has uh, in bulletproof vests, trained to kill. Like, like, uh, like you've seen it in the trailer, uh, but it's it's like. Fu- if, if, you, if I told you if, if it was like a half an hour of dogs uh, dogs versus uh, shooters with Halle Berry also taking people out uh, like 
Halle Berry and her dogs taking people out. Uh, 20 minutes is not long enough. I want more of that because it was that good. So, Halle Berry is involved. She does not have, like, a very large, prominent role. However, uh, she she's involved, and it is wonderful. So, Halle Berry, uh, can't say enough good things about her in this movie, because people talk like uh, the, the female action star can't be done. Bullshit. Uh, John Wick, the, say what you will, there has always been at least one badass chick in, in each of these movies. So, the first one, you had uh, uh, the girl from uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and uh, uh, the Orville. She was awesome. Then, second one, you had Ruby Rose, who uh, like was believable, like was tough, and spoke in sign language, which, by the way... Nice touch. This one, you get Halle Berry and her dogs. Holy shit. If you want a, like, if you want a successful female action movie, get the guys uh, from John Wick. Get whatever team that came up with the dog fight, the, the, the sign language check, all that. Like Even, even if it's a stupid-ass movie plot script or whatever, like, just get the guys that take it seriously. Uh... Uh, to and do it right and get them to do it, or hell, they, if the, if the first John Wick movies were uh, a sign of success, find some stunt coordinators that have an idea how to direct and get them to make a movie. Like uh, so, <sighs> John Wick three. Then, like like it becomes sort of self aware in like the final fight. Because I'm not going to spoil it, but the uh, nature of like what John Wick does, so and some of the uh, tools that he works with, like not necessarily like the guns are real guns. Let's let's be real about that. They're they're really good guns, but like his suit is bulletproof. Uh, that to me says volumes about uh, the world that they live in because I know there's such things as bulletproof suits but the the final scene when uh, like you think it's going to be oh John Wick mows through all these guys no John Wick has to earn the last firefight and then he has to go I'm not going to spoil it because I'm not entirely sure about this. I have to look at the cast, but I think I think two of the guys in uh, the John Wick like final fights were uh, the guys from the raid. If you're telling me that those guys were the Indonesian guys from the raid, like right now, and they uh, like I'm signed up for more. Give me more of that. Then if you tell me that, because I already know who the 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 the, the final boss is in this one because you see him in the trailer. Mark Dacascos, the guy from Iron Chef, <coughs> has one of the great fights in the movie. And not only is it a great fight, it's a great build-up to a fight. It's a great payoff uh, because Mark Dacascos is the sort of ninja. And I'm not sure he was the right actor to go with it, but goddammit, 
the guy knows, the guy's in shape, the guy, uh, uh, definitely, uh, kicked Keanu Reeves' ass, uh, for sure, and, like, he had a couple Caparera moves, uh, from, I forget what the Caparera movie that he had was, but, god damn, uh, and he was, the reason why I say I'm not sure if he was the right actor to be cast was because, uh, the role that he was playing felt like it was for a younger guy. Like, like me and you, Wick, we're the same. It's like, like, uh, I want to see how I measure up against John Wick. And he doesn't like, <coughs> if you told me that role was meant for like a young, uh, young man, I'd believe you. But because it was also a, like a sensei, uh, to other guys, he was a teacher. I kind of buy that he was, you know what it came down to? He was really cool, but I don't necessarily like. And he was, and he was really skilled, and he could actually do a lot of the combat stuff. But he was a weak John Wick universe character because, like, he—it seems like he was the one guy that didn't know John Wick in the entire universe. Everybody else knows John Wick, or what have you. So, yeah. Uh, so. Definitely go see John Wick 3. Uh, just wait for all the GIFs and memes to come out of John Wick 3 once all Game of Thrones dies down. Because I'm telling you guys right now, John Wick 3 may be the greatest action movie of all time, just in terms of spectacle. Not necessarily plot, not necessarily uh, uh, narrative, but the amount of spectacle and... Like, it's also, like, the depth of references, because, uh, I think Villainous was, like, one of the movies they referenced. There was a, uh, Good, the Bad, the Ugly reference in there. Uh, there was a nod, not necessarily a reference, but, uh, there was a nod to Game of Death in there when John Wick is fighting a really tall guy, and you just got this, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, versus Bruce Lee, uh, vibe off of it. Because the size difference was just like that. But, oh, John Wick 3 may be one of the best movies of the year. And, God, I hope it wins something. Because you hear every bullet. You hear every uh, stabbing. You hear, you, you, you see uh, Keanu Reeves act while trying to do as little as possible. And that's a good thing. Because I really enjoyed Keanu Reeves' performance, even though at a certain point, like, it was like, man, it's like, I was retired. So, all right, everybody, uh, go see John Wick 3. Peace.